Hello everybody, here I am with my friend Vicente Parodi in a new episode of our Environmental System Society Season 2 Climate Change Podcast. We have a very special guest, Mr. Peter Barnett. He's tutor in the middle school department and he had a lot of knowledge about climate change. We want to learn a lot about him. Come on. Today we are going to be talking about the different points of view for climate change which today is a huge problem for humanity and we need to take action. Viewpoints of the issue of the climate change. We have two of them. Um, the first one, uh, we have two of them, the anthropocentric and the technocentrism. The anthropocentric viewpoint is that believe human must sustainably, sustainably manage the global system. This might be through the use of taxes, environmental regulation, and legalization. Legalization. Today is encouraged to eat the consensual, pragmatic approach to solving different problems. Yes, and also there are two more, but we choose like to compare, as a contrast, with the technocentric, and it's like a, it's a viewpoint that believes that technology developments can provide solutions environmental problems uh, and this is a consequence of largely optimistic view of the role of humans can play in improving the lot of humanity so uh, now I'm going to want to make like questions to you about this topic so first we want to ask you like what do you think about the climate change that all things that is happening like around the world so yes uh, well, what's the question? What like, what do you think about climate change? Like oh, um, I've been teaching environmental systems for a long, 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 long time, over 30 years at this point. And um, every year the situation gets worse in terms of the frequency of bad storms, the frequency of droughts, um, the, the reports of ice melting. I mean, it scares me very much. I used to be worried about the world my grandchildren were going to inherit. Then I started worried about the world my children are going to inherit. Now I'm worried about the world I'm going to inherit. And I've only got maybe 20 or 30 years left in me. So, yeah, no, it makes me super nervous. Very Yes, we also think that this is getting worse every year. There are many reports and statistics showing that, for example, during the years, air pollution has increased 5.5% in the USA between 2016 and 2018, and around 91% of the world population lives in places where air quality levels exceed WHO limits. Okay, so uh, now going to like our main topic that we investigate like these different viewpoints. Uh, like, uh, which viewpoint do you think that is more effective or functions, functions more to, like, to the problem of the issue of climate change? Like, for example, to prevent it better between the anthropocentric and technocentric? Ah, okay. So, um, the, the anthropocentric and the technocentric and the ecocentric continuum is a model. And because it's a model, it simplifies things and sometimes it simplifies them too much. I don't think that either anthropocentric or technocentric viewpoints are the only fit. So for instance, I think we're going to have to find ways to change the fuels that we use 
so that we stop using fossil fuels and start using green hydrogen or solar power cells that split hydrogen and then use that as a fuel. But we have to solve the problems uh, that are facing society today, like how to make transport a, f a smaller problem, how to make animal protein more available without so many um, side effects in terms of greenhouse gas emission. Yeah? But I also think that um, the anthropocentric viewpoint is one where we're, more, where we're sort of more worried about people-centered problems. And, and honestly, at the moment, um, the people that, although animals will, will suffer for sure, and we're going to lose species, we're going to lose species that will be lost due to flooding or due to temperature changes in the coral reefs and stuff like that, um, getting people to pay attention to species when they are suffering is really difficult. And so you have to provide solutions that allow people to be happy and live a, a reasonably um, uh, a reasonably sustainable life, lifestyle. So you, I think it's a mix of both. I don't think one or the other is going to solve the issue. We also think that about the anthropocentric viewpoint, many people only think in them and not in the damage they are doing. Also, as you said, animals suffer a lot with this. For example, with the deforestation in the Amazon, 17% of the forest has been lost in the last 50 years, and many animals lost their habitats. There are many countries like that trying to solve, for example, China is the, like, the country with more pollu polluted like, cities, like with the top one, three, all that are from China. So uh, since they, they are like with the most contaminated country and the country that produces more greenhouse effects, And they're also with, like the country with the most large uh, uh, energy fleet of solar panels. So they are trying like to contrast like all the greenhouse emissions they are like throwing to to the air. Right. With like installing a lot of panels. So we're going to ask you. By installing a lot of what? Of panels, solar panels. Ah oh, yeah, okay. Because they are the country with like uh -huh. more. So we're going to ask you. Do you think? that this method of installing like many solar panels can be applied in, like, in a massive way like China in Chile because there are also many uh, contaminated cities like Santiago or Temuco. Well, I mean, Chile it currently is being um, held up as an example all over the world of how a country starts to acquire more and more and more renewable energy. And um, we have solar farms all over Chile at the moment. They're popping up left, right, and center. If you, if you, go, if you decide to go to Maitencillo on the road north, on the highway north, you'll see on the left-hand side of the highway there's all these massive solar farms. So, and we've also started implementing wind energy around uh, Los Vilos area, you know? A lot of wind energy. So I think Chile is really making a strong effort to try to get off fossil fuels. And it makes sense. We don't have any fossil fuels. We have really bad coal down in Lota, like really rotten quality coal, carbon. Um, but we don't have any oil, we don't have any gas, or very little. So yeah, we're, we're doing it, and we're doing it very quickly. Yes, as you mentioned before, Chile is using this type of energy more and more. According to the Chilean Ministry of Energy, in 2019, 
solar energy covered 18.5% of the electricity demand in the north of our country. For every 100 kilowatts of installed solar power, the emission of 75,000 kilograms of CO2 per year is avoided. It also contributes to generating employment in those areas where it is established. So I think that this type of energy is very good to our country. Uh, we like make an investigation about like solar panels, and we realize that they are like very expensive. We don't have like the right the specific price, but it was a lot of money. So, do you think like it's like it's worth paying or is uh, profitable like keep like having solar panels? Yeah. Um, it's a great question, and if you'd asked me this question 30 years ago, the answer was no. Solar panels are way more expensive than, than fossil fuels. Today, solar panels are competing really, really well against fossil fuels. And we just, we installed 3,000 uh, uh, or 3 kilowatts of solar panels in my house a little while ago. Um, and now it's affordable. I mean, we were able to do it. And that doesn't take care of all of my electricity consumption, but it takes care of a big chunk of it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's become much, much cheaper in the measure that people investigate it more. You have a really simple market um, supply and demand curve there. You know, as the demand has gone up, the supply has gone up, and the price has come down. It's pretty simple. And we've gotten better at it. We've got better materials. We've got better production facilities. So no, solar power is here to stay. And it's definitely, um, yes. especially at the industrial level, it's very much worth the, mm -hmm. the money you spend on it. Okay. Yes, we think that this type of energy is the best one nowadays, as all the things you mentioned, and also is not use water to generate electricity. This is a very efficient way to use and produce electricity. Okay, okay Mr. Now I'm going to talk about the anthropocentric viewpoint. Okay. Yeah. In South Africa, this is a country that has implemented the anthropocentric viewpoint by being in the top three countries of most effective use of the carbon dioxide carbon tax law. Do you think that this measure needs to be more strict in Chile in order to be effective? Since Chile has different cities with a lot of contamination like Santiago and Temuco having an MACA over a hundred. Yeah. Um... So, I don't know a lot about green tax laws in South Africa or Chile. I, read, I recently read an article that indicated that this was a way that Chile could really improve its ecological footprint, that the conditions here were right, that the institutionality was, was, was present, the, the way to charge these taxes, the way to, to um, um, get people to pay. We, we have a lot of online payment of stuff. So, it's difficult to dodge, to, to evade those taxes, more difficult than it is in other countries. And so this article that I read basically said that Chile was, was poised, was ready to really leap into um, carbon tax approaches and that it would probably be successful. But I can't tell you more on that because I just don't know. Okay. Okay, mister. Thank you. So... That was all. Yes, and we, like... In many points of that you said, we also think like that. Uh, we think that, the, for example, the technocentric, like the solar panels, they are gonna stay. And like in 
if you have one of them, like in a few years, there is already gonna be like uh, rentable. Mm -hmm. So that that is so. Thanks you for for giving yeah. us your time for this podcast or interview, and that's all. Thanks, Mr. Okay, no, thanks for having me. That was great. That was fun. I'm glad you guys are doing this.